everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. It's just me today. This is a Kelly O solo show and I wanted to do a show today on my passion project, something some of you have heard about previously. I haven't really been promoting this as much because this is essentially a course that I launched last year called The Opposite of Nice Isn't Nasty. And I'm, I've am i shut it down. I have it in private beta right now, and I'm relaunching it as a program because, frankly, the women who have gone through this course have had such transformative experiences for the better. And I've learned so many additional things that I can be covering to help women that I realized I don't want to leave this as a do-it-yourself course, which is how I launched it in the first place. Um, I want it to be more interactive. I want to be more interactive and hands-on with the women that go through this experience because it is just that. It's an experience. It's a transformative experience. And it's really taking everything that I have learned and applied and incorporated in my life after two to three of the most tumultuous years of my life. These are new habits, practices, philosophies, attitudes, ways of carrying myself, um, new behavior patterns, new mindsets. Um, Everything that I've incorporated that's new in me, that's better in me, that, that has made me a better version of myself, this is what I teach other women in my course. So I wanted to record a a podcast because I thought it would be a good idea to share with you so that those of you who maybe stumble on this on my website, you stumble on this on one of my profiles and you're like, what the heck is this whole opposite of nice thing that she's talking about? Because it sounds like a course for bitches (laughs) and nothing could be further from the truth. Um, But it really is something that I'm very proud of. And I know once you listen to this, you're going to certainly get some 
you're going to have some head tilt moments when you listen to this podcast, when you listen to my experiences, when you listen to the Kelly Alexa before and after versions. And I think a lot of you are, I know a lot of you are, I'm coaching some new women right now who are just at the cusp of realizing like, oh my God, I really have been that doormat of a person. I really have been that pushover. I really have allowed people in my life to manipulate me. I really have been this people pleaser person. And sometimes that's the hardest part of the experience is when people have that realization of like, oh crap, you know, what have I been doing? But you know what, what comes immediately after that is, wow, now that I know I want to, I want to do better. It's kind of very similar to, I, I can always use weight loss as an example to illustrate things. And in this case, it's kind of like when you suddenly realize you've been bitching and moaning about not being able to lose weight for so long. And then you finally realize all the things you've been doing that are wrong. And at first you get pissed because you're like, wow, why? I, oh my God, all this time I've wasted obsessing over this and that. You guys know these are some of the podcasts that I've put up lately. You know, the one about snacking. Um, and then before that, the, the three part episode that I had where I was talking about, um, you know, these are the things that we're all spending way too much time worrying and obsessing about. And these are the basics that none of us have realized are the most important. You know, in other words, like weight loss is a lot more simple than the fitness industry has made it. And sometimes when you have those realizations, it can get you pissed off because you realize how much time you've wasted. But then immediately following like following that moment, like I said, is when you go, this is my opportunity because now I know. And and that's really how this whole course came about. I never saw myself launching a course. I never saw myself teaching a course. But you know what? Before the year 2011, I never saw myself leaving corporate America. I never saw myself launching a profitable seven-figure business that was an absolute game changer in the influencer and blogger space. I never saw that I would be the person who was taking a bunch of bloggers up to Reebok World Headquarters for the first time ever to do some of the first ever blogger experiences or taking people to the CrossFit games and having our hashtag trend higher than CrossFit was at the time. I never thought that uh, I would be in a commercial for Chevy doing, uh, driving their, what was it? The Corvette Stingray around a racetrack in Las Vegas. And that the commercial would be me and six, no, five other guys chosen from all over the world one woman and five men. And I was the one woman and I was in a commercial for the Corvette Stingray. The slowest driver ever was me driving this, this thing around a racetrack. And it was, the commercial was shown in Times Square. My mom still tells people to this day about that story. So, so many things that we've never seen, we have the capability of doing, we can do, we can do so much more than we think. And I will tell all of you ladies this, that even when I was running a successful, game-changing, industry-changing fitness influencer network combined with agency called Fitfluential, I never saw myself as a success. I never saw myself as having anything to be proud of. I was so knee-deep, nose-down in my business. I don't know, just kind of 
probably the biggest thing is I was just so overwhelmingly busy. I didn't have time to step back and enjoy it. However, um, I have since come to realize my worth and my value and also realize that tooting your own horn and sharing with people your accomplishments is not being a braggart. It's not being a douchebag. It's being proud. And more, more of us women should be proud. And so what led to me creating this course that I'm now transforming into a program, a more interactive program and coaching experience with me is that towards the end of the the years I was running Fitfluential, and you guys have heard me reference this on the show, you know, um, this show used to be called Fitfluential Radio. I launched this podcast when I was still running that company. And the last two to three years, the, the truth is I, I started Fitfluential in 2011 and it was probably fun and enjoyable for me until about 2015. And actually I know it was, it was about 2015 is when I really started looking and wondering if the grass was greener. Um, I was just tired of working all the time. Um, I didn't really feel fulfilled at all. I was just Again, I was a workaholic. I didn't have any life. I never took vacation. And yet my awareness of this didn't happen at the time, ladies. But this is part of some of the huge philosophies, attitudes, mindsets that I teach in this course. Here I was running this successful business and I was letting this business run me. I was letting people who worked for me manage me. I was never giving myself permission to do anything I wanted. I was running my life and my business out of obligation to everyone but myself. Now think about that. Does that resonate with a lot of you? How many of you, if you really sit back and think, and I guarantee that a lot of you are going to listen to this episode and it's probably going to be some time after you listen to the episode and you let all this sink in that you'll go huh? Because it, it, it was a series of those huh, moments for me where I was awakening to the way I've been running my life and the way more, more importantly, I've been letting other people run my life. When I first hired my business coach, Kim, I remember one of the things that she said, um, I hired her, her through Tony Robbins coaching and, um, she was doing one of her first sessions with me. And, you know, this was probably like in the first two years of, you know, a lot of chaos and turmoil in my business. I had to fire a lot of people. Um, I had to deal with a lot of, um, you know, I don't want to get into the details because I'm trying to, on one hand, tell true stories, but on the other hand, not be bitter and throw people under the bus. But, you know, I discovered a lot of betrayals. I discovered a lot of people and businesses who had taken advantage of me and my company. Um, I had to fire a lot of people. I had to deal with some psychos. Um, I had to deal with hiring a law firm to deal with a company who had committed fraudulent practices with our money. I could go on and on and on. It was a very, very rocky time. Um, more stress than I've ever experienced in my life. It was the first time ever I'd had panic attacks. It was an awful, awful time. 
And somewhere in that, the midst of these crazy two years, so this was about, this was 2017, 2018. Um, I hired my business coach because I knew that I, I wanted to do things differently. I knew that I was in a place as far as success and happiness that I shouldn't be and that I could be in a much better place. So one of the first best decisions I made was hiring a business coach. And I remember in our first session, she was kind of interviewing me. Tell me about what's going on. Tell me about your business. Tell me about what's happened. Tell me about the people who are with you, who are not with you. And after I finished telling her, there was this long pause and she's like, my God, Kelly, she's like, when was the last time you were actually driving the bus in your life? And I'm, I'm like, what do you mean? And that's, it's funny because I'm going to link to that in the show notes. She actually has a great book out. She's published other books um, that are very, very good, but she has a book. I believe it's something along the lines of who's driving the bus in your life. And that really, it really stuck with me. It really was a great illustration because I'm like, you know, my if my life is a bus, I'm sitting in the back seat and everybody else is driving the bus and telling me where I should go, what I should do, what I should wear, how I should act, um, what this business should look like. And that was the beginning of me starting to realize I was not the strong and confident person that I thought I was. Everybody who knew me up until that point had always viewed me as Kelly Alexa, extrovert, confident, really great salesperson, always exceeds her quota. She's got it going on. But the truth is, behind the scenes, I was really and always have been and still am in many ways, incredibly insecure, very self-conscious. I mean, these go back to the times in my life when I was in fourth, fifth grade, when I was, you know, having the Dorothy Hamill haircut and, you know, not even in puberty yet, but just very insecure and and not popular and yada, yada, yada. So everybody thought I was this confidence, business savvy, you know, kicking ass in corporate sales, you know, founder of a company. And yet behind the scenes, I was deeply insecure, self-conscious and in my own business life and in my own family world, and in friends and certainly in romantic relationships, I was, you know, this overwhelming people pleaser dying for everybody's acceptance and approval and not wanting to ruffle any feathers, not wanting to have confrontations. I mean, confrontation was something I avoided like the plague. And even when I was super pissed at somebody, even when I knew they had screwed up so bad, um, I... I would avoid a face-to-face or even a phone conversation like it was the coronavirus, okay? I would do anything I could to have it be an email conversation. And even if I would get the guts to send someone an email to say, you've screwed up, you've dropped the ball, this is a problem, I would write the email, I would go back delete half of the nasty stuff I wanted to say that I had every right to say. And I would, you know, sugarcoat it, beat around the bush. And then I would be scared to send it. And then when I would send it, I distinctly remember viscerally, I would feel it. I would feel the fear. You know what it's like when you are driving too fast on the freeway and then you all of a sudden hear a cop car or you see the lights and you get that feeling where your heart goes up into your your stomach, or not your stomach, your heart goes up into your throat. 
That's how I would feel if I was sending someone a confrontational email. I would feel scared. And so to summarize all of that stuff, I'm going to tell you that old Kelly, I told you I would share what's, what was the impetus for me creating a course that's now going to be an experience called The Opposite of Nice is Nasty. It was when I realized what old Kelly was and I didn't like her and I was tired. I was kind of able to step outside of myself, figuratively speaking. Don't get too weird on me. Don't worry. I'm not getting too weird on you. I was able to step outside myself and see myself. And I'm like, oh my God, is this who I've been? I'm this person who's scared of everybody. I'm this person who's scared to um, tell this family member how I feel. I am this person who is a big talker behind someone's back. Now, let me be clear on that. I've always been someone who prides myself on not saying something behind someone's back that I wouldn't say to their face, but I was a lot more confident, you know, calling my mom and bitching about my brother or calling my brother and bitching about my sister or, you know, calling a friend and bitching about another person than to just pick up the phone and call that person and go, I have a real problem with what you said last night. We need to talk about it. How many of you are like that? Because it's easy to to take the easy way out and, and talk behind people's back versus having the guts and the courage to just speak your peace, speak your truth, and know that if you say something with the intention that you want to resolve things, that's the best thing you can do. But we have to have conflict in order to have resolution. Now, I started to awaken to bad Kelly, old Kelly, and I didn't like what I saw. And it surprised me because I realized like, here I am, I'm living in Chicago. I freaking hate living in Chicago. It's cold. It's bitter. I have no social life. I'm running a company. I don't even enjoy it anymore. And I'm working my ass off every day. I never leave my house. All my employees take vacation, take maternity leave. When was the last time I had a vacation? When was the last time I enjoyed the 90% of the revenue that I bring in this company? I didn't remember the last time. Every single solitary time that I went to take a vacation, I worked on vacation. I came home early from vacation because I, I still remember one of the last times I went to Miami and I had to fly home because the sales guy working for me couldn't handle going to an account on his own. So what did I do? I flew home to help him out instead of saying, you know what? I pay you a hefty salary. You figure it out. And if you can't figure out how to deal with meeting with the client, you shouldn't be paid a salary. But I would never say that. Why? Because that's not nice. I wouldn't say that. That's not nice. I wouldn't talk to that salesperson. That's not nice. I wouldn't yell at people who worked for me because it's not nice. I wouldn't correct people if they dropped the ball unless, you guys, the only way I ever corrected anybody was in an email. And I was really good at emails because I did. I, it was like it, it almost didn't happen. If I sent an email, I could walk away from my computer and it didn't, didn't happen. But the truth was I was a pussy. I was a doormat. I let everyone walk all over me. And that's the thing. When you are a people pleaser and you are a doormat, people have no choice but to walk all over you. And what happens is when you are a people pleaser, which so many women are, and they don't realize it, you create a culture in your personal life, in your business life, if you work for somebody else in your you know, corporate work environment life, in your friend's life, and just in 
in your own life at large, you create a culture where people realize they can manipulate you. They can walk all over you. They can do things to you, betray you, lie to you, cheat you, all of these things. And you're not going to react to it because they've come to expect that you'll just turn the other cheek. You'll just walk away. They can get away with stuff. Now, let me also do a sidebar here. Please understand when I'm sharing these stories and when I'm telling you about this course, I'm I'm using some strong language, right? I'm, I'm saying, you know, people will walk all over you. People will take advantage of you. People will manipulate you. I don't mean by any stretch of the imagination to be suggesting that humankind is all evil and everybody's out to screw everybody over. Okay. That is not the case at all. However, there are some bad people out there. And one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn in my life in the past four to five years, and maybe, maybe it even went back to, you know, when I first had my, my husband who I thought was the love of my life. Um, completely rip my heart apart by cheating on me, you know, six months into our marriage and then, you know, threatening me, becoming violent with me. That was, that was the first time where I saw somebody who could be so mean and heartless and cruel to someone else for no reason, but for their own greedy desires. Sometimes it's not about you. Sometimes when people are mean and heartless and cruel and they betray you and lie to you and cheat you and do things, it's simply not about you. You're just in the way. It, it's about them. And it's it's a hard pill to swallow. But I really want to be very clear when I'm sharing what I'm sharing with you in the show. And it's certainly when you, just to lay the groundwork for why I created this, this passion project, why it's so important for me and why... You know, I'm I'm going to certainly give some of you guys an opportunity at the end of the show to join the beta program, um, if you want, because I see more every day the need for women to have this program, um, to go through this program. I see it all the time. I see women in business who are failing at their um, network marketing business, who are failing at their, you know blog, getting sponsored opportunities, who are failing in their marriage. They're stuck in a horrifying relationship um, and they won't ever leave and they won't ever stand up and they won't ever do anything because they're scared of confrontation. They're scared to speak up. They're scared to speak their mind. They think they're being unreasonable. These are all traits of a people pleaser. These are all traits of Uh, a woman who doesn't see value in herself, who doesn't see that she deserves better. These are all traits of somebody who has absolutely no confidence and strength and assertiveness. This is who I was. And it wasn't just me. When I became a better version of myself, a stronger, more confident, more empowered version of Kelly Alexa, the one that you hear now, the one who is unapologetically myself. And truthfully, that's me for the first time in years and years and years, probably decades of my adult life. I am unapologetically myself. I no longer record this podcast like I started to two and a half, three years ago, back in the the early days. And this might make you laugh, but I actually read this in one of my business books too from another author. And then I knew this is so much more widespread than we realize. 
I used to record podcasts and I would get ready to say something that was on my mind. And I'd say, I can't say that. My parents might listen to this show. Seriously. How many of you, maybe you don't have a podcast. How many of you water down what you say on social media because you think, I can't, I can't say that. My sister will see that. I can't, I I don't want to say that. Oh my gosh. What if I post this picture of myself wearing this or that or or the other? So-and-so will think this. How many of you? I know you do. I see it all the time. How many of you aren't, you know, starting a blog, joining a network marketing business, um, starting your own company, um, going out on a limb and starting a new weight loss program and, and sharing it publicly because you are thinking about what somebody is going to think about you or say about you. Or, or who's going to be mad at you? How many of you? I know so many of you women are listening to this show and going, oh my God, that's me. Because it was me. It was me too. This is so near and dear to my heart because I've been through it. And I, I want so many of you to understand that there's another side that is so much better. So much better. And for me, when I first had these early realizations of the person that I was, I I will be honest with you guys and gals, because this was really for the ladies. My course is for women because I feel very strongly most men don't need this. And again, this is my passion project is for helping women specifically in this case. But I want, I want to be honest with you that it wasn't one moment for me when I, it wasn't like one day where I suddenly realized this is who I am and now I'm going to change. This was a series of events and transformations that accumulated over a couple of years, probably. So I I do, not that that matters, but in a way it's, it's a benefit to all of you who not only are hearing this podcast, but are going to take the next step and opt to join into my beta program, or maybe you want to wait and and join in a little bit later, um, there certainly will be a benefit to joining in now versus later. When we change this from a DIY course into a program, um, the price is going to go up accordingly. It's way under price right now. But I do want you to know that for those of you that are taking this course, you will get to apply and incorporate transformation in your life faster than I did. Um, Because for me, these revelations occurred over time. And frankly, some of them, I, I resisted changing. Um, I didn't realize I was resisting, but you know, it, it took me a lot longer to go to have so many of the aha moments that I'm like, I can't be that person anymore. And sometimes I think we all can relate to that experience, what it's like to finally go, I've had enough I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. And for me, there were several phases. The first phase was me waking up and going, I don't want to live in Chicago anymore. Why am I here? And, and I decided to, you know, some of you that have been following me for a while know I decided I was going to move to Phoenix and I decided I was going to sell most of my stuff. I looked around my, my condo in, in Chicago and I'm like, why am I keeping all of the stuff that reminds me of Jim? And I wanted to sell. I just, I just wanted to get rid of it. And I had a huge series of garage sales. And I encourage so many of you, if, if this is appropriate for you, do it. Clean house. You know, it's always good to clean house in your business when it's appropriate. It's good to clean house like that. Get rid of things that remind you of your former life. And I did. I sold everything. I remember thinking, like, 
I don't want to bring a new man into my life and have the same bed that was my marriage bed. I don't want the same mattress. I don't want the same bed. I don't want the same clothes. I don't want the same pillows. I don't want the same dishware that we got as wedding presents. I don't want it. For me, it just felt like bad juju, you know? So the first moment of awareness was me realizing, you know what? Why am I living in Chicago? I can move wherever I want. And so many people don't even do that simple thing of going, I can live wherever I want. Why? Wake up and look at your life. And, and start thinking about, did you decide to live where you live? Would you choose where you live? Is this like, is where you're living right now? Absolutely where you want to be. Because most people I talk to would go, well, I'd really love to live near the beach. And then I go, why aren't you living near the beach? Oh, and then it's this litany of excuses. I have kids, my husband, this blah, blah, blah. The truth is it doesn't mean that you, I'm not suggesting to anybody that being the opposite of nice is about being completely greedy and self-centered. No, but the truth is, is that most people, particularly women, particularly women who have um, significant others and kids, they'll put everybody else's needs before their own and they never give themselves permission to think about, I don't want to work in corporate America. This job sucks. I hate it. I want to start my own blog or I want to start a photography business or I want to hit the road and become a speaker I want to join this network marketing business my friend's been in. They know we never give ourselves permission. I didn't. So for me, the first big step was deciding I wanted to move away from Chicago. And I remember when I moved that I had so many people reach out to me and go, Oh, I wish I could do what you're doing. And I'm like, why? I think this was the beginning of me starting to see there was a need for, you know, and I certainly wasn't really going through, I'm going to create a course about this. But it, it was just the beginning of when I moved from Chicago to Austin, Texas. That's when I began to see a lot more about myself and about other women and that we are people pleasers. Now, there is a book by Carol Rittberger I will link up to in the show notes that my friend Amy Burford gave me. And that, along with the input from my business coach that I shared with you earlier, you know, my business coach saying, who's driving the bus in your life, Kelly? And then reading this book, it's called What Color Is Your Personality? Um, by Carol Ripberger. And it if you do, the, I'm telling you, it's the best book you can ever buy yourself. Do the quizzes in that book. When I read the analysis of myself, it was so spot on. And that was the beginning of me starting to really uncover the layers of myself and get to see what was driving my behavior in a bad way and, and how I could change it for my future. I don't want to suggest that this process that I went through and that most of you who will move forward on this, it's not overnight. This is a lifelong progress. Um, it's going to happen or a process is going to happen, but it's the best thing ever. I'm telling you, when I think of the woman I have become and who I am now versus the person I was three to four years ago, I'm so proud of who I am. I'm so happy. I'm so confident and excited about my future. I'm about to turn 51 in two weeks. And I have never been so happy and confident and excited about my life than I am right now. And that's even considering the fact that I'm just coming off seven months of dealing with chronic pain, headaches, and migraines. I am still, even coming back from that, so excited because of the person I've become, because I am invincible. I'm fearless. I can do anything I set my mind to. And that is a beautiful feeling to have. 
And I think it's pretty telling that I met and and that's a whole other podcast. I'm going to share how I manifested the absolute greatest love of my life. I am in a relationship that I could never have dreamed about, but I would not be able to be in this relationship if I was the woman I was four years ago. No way. I am here and I am better in this relationship because of the woman I've become. And this is why I created this course that is now going to be relaunched later this year in 2020 as a more interactive coaching experience. So I came up with this. Let's get back to the title. What does this mean? The opposite of nice isn't nasty. As I progressed in my transformation, I started to realize not only how many women out there were like me, were people pleasers, the the ones that put everyone before themselves, put everybody's needs before their own. I mean, look at me. What did I share with you about me being in my own business? I was the founder of the company, the person who worked to bring in 90% of the revenues of a profitable seven-figure business. I never let myself take vacation. I would work nights and weekends and holidays and everybody else took time off, but not me. I was the martyr. I let everybody else. And, you know, if they were sick, they would, they would, you know, be like, don't, no, take time off. Don't worry about it. 